Hi, I'm Kate Alley, Vice President of Development at Opportunity House, and we're here for Faces of Opportunity, and we've got Melissa Haight with us today. She's the Vice President of the Children's Alliance Center. Hi. Hey, Melissa. Hi. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? The Children's Alliance Center is a place where we do the forensic interviews for sexually abused children. So uh, we work uh, in the team approach, multidisciplinary team approach. So we get all of our referrals from either law enforcement or children and youth, and then we schedule the forensic interview with the child and their family. And when they come in uh, for the forensic interview, it's a very child-friendly uh, environment. It's, it's decorated very nicely. It's colorful. Um, we have a lot of uh, toys and books and puzzles for children to keep themselves uh, busy with uh, while they're waiting with their uh, families. Um, when they go back to do the forensic interview, um, they are in a room alone with the forensic interviewer who is trained, it's a trained professional, to do, it's more like a directed conversation um, with the child uh, as a fact-finding thing to find out if, in fact, um, any sexual abuse or any other kind of abuse has occurred with the child. And in another room, in the observation room, there are several professionals who are watching and listening to the interview through closed-circuit TV. It could be children and youth and law enforcement and sometimes a prosecutor who is observing the interview. So the interviewer will uh, be interviewing the child for a period of time, and when they feel they've exhausted um, all their questions, they will take a break and they will go back to the observation room and check in with the professionals to see if there's any other line of questioning they should be pursuing or any questions they forgot, and they will go back into the interview room and finish the interview with the child. And then um, after the interview is completed, um, I think I did mention it's audio and video recorded, mm -hmm. um, the professionals get a copy of that um, for their records and for their purposes, and especially if it goes on uh, into a court proceeding that's used as evidence. And what ages of children do you usually see? We usually see uh, a children ages three to 18. However, uh, we also interview folks who are chronologically in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, but they function at a much lower level mm -hmm. who've been sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. wow. Melissa, how many children do you see a year at the Children's Alliance Center? Approximately 400. Wow, that's a lot of really difficult lot. stories to hear. How has that impacted you? Well, I think um, I learned very early on uh, because this is actually my... 42nd year in child protection. Wow. Uh, I've been with Opportunity House in this uh, position for a little over three years, but um, when you're in child protection for that many years, you really need to learn how to take care of yourself. And any individual who works in this profession must take care of themselves in order to survive. So 
you just can't think about the cases, you know, 24-7. And as an individual, you need to develop other interests, hobbies, activities, um, things with your family. Um, you just can't focus on this topic 24-7. Right. That that's, must be really difficult it at can times. Be. It How can do be. you know when you need to take a little break? How can you tell? I think over the years I've found that uh, when I, and let me tell you, I have heard thousands of stories uh, over all of those years, and to this day, there are some that really kind of get to me when you have somebody who talks to you about the fact that they've been uh, sexually abused from the time they're five up until 18 or even longer you know, those kind of stories still get to me. Um, and I, I think, okay, I got to take a break. I got to go out for a walk. I got to get some fresh air. I got to go to yoga class. <laughs> I have to do uh, something. So, I mean, that's what I do to take care of myself. Or, you know, when I'm at home, have conversations with my pet, Betsy, <laughs> we have conversations and she talks back to me and we go for walks. <laughs> That's really important. That is important. <laughs> and um, when you started this um, line of work, mm-hmm. did you know um, kind of the sorts of things you'd be hearing? And uh, did you just expect that that's what it was going to be because not it takes a very special person to go into that type of work absolutely not I mean and and when I was going to college I knew I wanted to be in the helping profession the counseling profession um, and whatever but never in a million years did I think that I would spend my job career working in the sexual abuse arena it's just kind of something that developed as an interest um, for me um, when I got my first job uh, in, the, in the profession, and things just kind of mushroomed from there. Uh, well, it's really wonderful that you're helping in an area that so needs qualified professionals. Hmm. How has um, that impacted you in terms of your, um, your personal life? Have you become more vigilant or how do you how do you work with that contrast of knowing that there are people out there that do such terrible things but also knowing that there's can be problem you know ways to get them help well i think that you know one of the things i've learned um, throughout all those years is that anybody is capable of doing anything i mean you can't pick a sex offender out of a crowd somewhere because it could just be um, anyone but um, I think I've gotten away from, you know, seeing a sex offender around every corner mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, for a while. You know, I was kind of uh, thinking that. But it has made me more vigilant, I think, with our son. Um, we had one son, and I talked with him from about the time he was three about, you know, how to protect himself and, you know, to tell somebody if... Uh, if uh, someone did something to him that, you know, made him feel uncomfortable. And um, I haven't had that conversation yet with my two grandchildren, but I will. (laughs) How old are they? 
they are uh, six and a half and three and, a, and two and a half. Sorry, six and a half and two and a half. Mm -hmm. Wow, and it's mm -hmm. important to start that young. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, Melissa, we really are thankful that you work at Opportunity House, and thank you for being here today at Faces of Opportunity. And you can find us on the internet at www.ophouse.org or on Facebook at Opportunity House. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching Faces of Opportunity. You can find us on Facebook at Opportunity House or on our website, www.ophouse.org.